Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Rodney, 
eyes have not seen nor ears heard the blessings that God has in store for you. I helped you into the world, but you helped me since you've been in the world to see the beauty of life and the reason for loving. I have never seen you show anything but love for your family, your friends, your associates, and and you just do for blessings, showers of blessings, baby. Well, you all right. Thank you so much, Mama. Those are kind words. And y'all know my mom could be off the chain, but, you know, you're going to be trying to make me cry this morning, ain't you? No, (laughs) I'm trying to forgive you for being out of town on my 60th birthday, mister. It it is your birthday coming up next weekend, huh? Yeah, and I'm going to be sitting up by myself with no cake. Now, that's not true. You can always come over here with all these kids in this house. I know they eat the cake with me, they, my babies. God they bless love you. Know. Cake. They love any cake opportunity. Thank you so much, <laughs> Mama. Hold on. I got a, a great guest today, man. I, I'm so excited to have this lady on. She's outspoken. She's an author. She's a, a producer. She's got books, record label, clothing line. What don't she do? That's, that's my first question. I ain't even got on the line yet, but that's my first question. Jackie Christie, what don't you do? <laughs> Hi, Rodney. I want to I want to tell you all about that. But first, I just want to say, listening to your mom brought tears to my eyes because you know I just lost my mom recently, and it just feels I can feel the love you guys have, and that's beautiful. And happy uh, birthday, mom! Early. You hear me? Yeah. Let me get on the line. Hold on. <laughs> Mama, you hear that? I love that baby. All these kids are becoming my children. <laughs> Honey, I'll oh. be your mama. I'll be your mama. <laughs> I will you. be your mama. Thank you. Thank you so much. But, uh, yeah, you guys, I I do a lot of stuff, Rodney, and I I follow your career. I'm, I'm, you know, just honored and inspired by you, but I have, you know, the record label. I have books. But, you know, I find most of my – the the reason that I live, my mission in life is to help other people. So hearing what you do, I I just knew when I heard that I was coming on your show that we have a lot in common, and I kind of researched some of the interviews you've done, and I just – I'm real touched by it. So sorry if I'm a little emotional. I don't get that way usually, but you guys touched me this morning. Well, well, this is the thing, Jackie, and you, you probably like me, you, you know, you we softies, but, you know, when you're in the public and, and you got to be, you know, you got to be gangster sometimes. There it people, is. People, people take your kindness for weakness, so I think you kind of learn over time to um, – to to kind of be tougher than you really are, cause I'm you know my mom my, my mom will tell you I cry I I still can't watch certain movies without weeping like a baby. <laughs> but I'm you know, the same way. I think you're probably one of the mis, most misunderstood uh, human beings on the planet. Um, tell me this. Th- this is my first question for you. Um, how much of the real Jackie Christie? Does the world know? They know about 10%, Rodney. I got so much more to show. And uh, right now I'm producing two other shows that hopefully um, a lot more of me will be shown through as well. And, I, I, you know, I give it to VH1 and Shared Media because they told the story of my life. And I really wanted to open it up and show people, you know, who I am. I didn't want to put no charades up. I just want to get, you know, what you see is what you get. But you only can give a certain amount in that, you know, little bit of time because you're sharing the screen with eight other, you know, ladies. So they only can, you know, and then the storyline, of course, has to be played out as well. You know, you have to see what happens and what's the dynamic between us. So, yeah, I think they know about 10%. There's so much more to show and to give. Now, now without without giving all the behind the scenes, because I think it's important to kind of, people don't need to know everything that happens behind the scenes, but yeah. I, I would imagine that a lot of what we saw on the L.A. basketball-wise was produced. How much of that? was produced, and how much of it is really, you know, just Jackie just going in the way you went in? <laughs> I would say about 99.5% is definitely me. Just I was really angry, really upset, hurt, you know, and I all the emotions I wanted them, them people to see because I don't usually hang with a lot of people. I'm always busy. I'm always working. I have five companies. I'm, you know, I'm trying to leave a legacy for not just my kids but for generations to come. So my, I'm always busy doing that kind of stuff. Me and my husband, you know, Doug, we have a real close relationship, so we're always supporting each other in different ventures, and we have business partners that, you know, we try to help them realize 
their dreams and so on and so forth. So, you know, I was really taken aback because I came in mentoring those ladies, you know, and wanting to really help them and show them the way because, like I told them, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I'm not trying to say I'm better than you. I'm just saying I got more experience. If I can help you, I'm going to help you. But if you're wrong, I'm going to let you know you're wrong. And I said it from day one. And, you know, to get caught up in all that little, you know, childishness, it just, it really, it really shocked me. So I just let it happen how it was going to happen. If they was cool, I was cool. If they was lying, I was going to set them straight. And that's, so I, I would definitely say it was real. Okay. Uh, I was reading your bio and, and you had this phrase that I was just completely taken aback by. I think it was awesome. It's awesome of, of just a series of words that you put together. You say you under promise to over deliver. What does that mean? That's right. That's right. I, I don't like to tell somebody I can do something if I can't do it because it hurts me more than anything to not be able to follow through on my word. My word is all I got. So that's what I was trying to say on the show over and over again is you guys, come on. I don't I even take the blame right now, but let's put it on the table because if we don't get it straight now, we got years of doing this. Regardless if we're doing this show or in life or whatever, you know, we don't need to have this, this BS. So that's what I feel like is I don't want to under promise somebody something. And if I tell you I'm gonna help you do this, then I'm gonna help you do whatever it means we're going to get into the thick of it together roll our sleeves up and we're going to make it happen so that's what I try to do and I love to surprise people I'm just a giving person I'm a Leo I'm kind-hearted my mom used to tell me all the time you know when I was younger baby sometimes you you give too much of yourself you have to make sure that the other person deserve it it's okay to to try to help people but you want to help everybody but that's just me and I, I I can't change I can't ever see myself changing now I, I think I think the world kind of thinks they know a Jackie Christie the wife they think they know Jackie Christie, the businesswoman. But I would like to meet Jackie Christie, the mommy. What's Jackie Christie mommy like? Oh, my God. Great question, Rodney. I am just a big softie. It's funny because my husband just told me yesterday we were at the, at, a, at a store getting some movies for our son. He has his cousin over. And they're both, you know, swear they're going to be Lakers when they get a little older. And they both right. feel tall. They play basketball every day. So we're laughing. They come out with these new headphones, and they wanted Beats by Dre. So we ordered them those. Then they saw these other headphones, and they're the, Lake, they're the Lakers Kobe Bryant 24s. And they had a fit. And they was like, oh, my God, we don't want no movies. We don't want nothing. We don't want nothing for a whole year if you just get us these headphones. And, of course, my husband said, no, you guys have gotten enough stuff. You know, no, 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 no. And by the time we got to the car, I said, oh, I forgot something. And I had to go back in the store. I was compelled to get them the headphones. So I'm the type of mom that, you know, I believe you live once, and I work hard. And if I'm able to provide for not just my kids but the kids in my, you know, foundations and my organizations and different charities, I'm doing that. So I just wanted to see a smile on their face. So I ran in there, grabbed the headphones, didn't give it to them until last night right before they went to bed, but just to see them smile. So, you know, I'm that kind of mom. I have two daughters, and, you know, I try to be their best friend. They want me to just be mom. Me, but I want to know everything they're doing. And so on the show, it played out. You know, when my daughter told me she kissed the boy, that really hurt me. People were like, were you serious? I mean, she's almost 18. It's like, yeah, but as a mother, she's still my baby. You know, your kid is right. always going to be your baby regardless. So that's the kind of mommy I am. I just love having fun. I go to the zoo. I play sorry. I, you know, I'm goofy. Oh, you I'm don't silly. Wanna, wait a minute. You don't want to see me in no sorry now. Hold on. <laughs> You know how to play, Rodney? We don't oh, play. Man. We, we don't get sorry in over here, boy. Me and my kids, we go hard. They love to send their daddy back. Boy, I'll be like, oh, get out of here. <laughs> Do you win? Are you like the champion in the house? I'm, I, this is the thing. I'm super competitive, so yeah. I don't let my kids win nothing. So <laughs> when they when they beat daddy, they uh, really feel good. So because they like uh, you know, daddy don't let us win. So yeah, I, I go I go hard at my at my kids like because I want them to have that competitive edge uh, when yeah. they when they grow up. Um, Jackie Christie, the mommy, uh, you want to know everything. So are you the, see? My wife is that mom that yeah. she go through emails. Te- ain't she, nothing private. Is that you? That's me. Ain't nothing <laughs> private, everybody. I don't care. From my husband all the way down to my youngest, and that's Douglas, you know, Junior. He he has a little phone. I got him an iPhone. Of course, I need passwords to everybody's stuff. They're stored in my main computer. And that's just the way it is. You know, I have to protect him, and I got to know what's going on and, you know, make sure that he's not doing nothing because he want to share his little pictures and, oh, we're here, and here's our address. And it's like, oh, no, you can't do that, sweetheart. So, yeah, I'm I'm that way. Right. And I don't, I don't know if, if our children, because – it's so natural to be on the internet now for right. for a kid that you know they don't have a sense of privacy, 
you know. Yeah, and right. so my son, we be out kicking it, and he broadcasts our <laughs> every whereabout. And I'm like, dang, hey, dog. They don't need to know. We at Roscoe's right now. You know. Oh, my God. That's we so leave. right. He be killing me, man. So, so oh God, I, I'm 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 really anxious to really get in this conversation. Um, tell me about the Black Collection. Oh my God, that's my clothing line. I have, I love fashion. I have a passion for fashion, and ever since I was three years old, I have five sisters, three brothers, and ever since I was three, I used to dress them up in all these like sheets and pillowcases and make skirts out of them. And so everybody knew I was going to probably grow up to model and design, and which I did. And I followed modeling for a long time. It was fun. It was great. But designing was always in my blood. So making clothes just comes natural for me. And then I studied it. And Doug was playing in Toronto. I started making clothes there, and some of the wives, you know, started noticing and wanting to order, and then the players. And by the time we got to Sacramento, you know, I was making stuff for Bibby and all those guys, and it was real great. And now it's like I'm able to really realize it, and I'm also able to help other people at the same time. And I think clothes really makes a person feel confident. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's what I do. And my black collection is just, I, I feel like the color black is, is sexy, is deep, it's intense, but it also signifies strength. And, you know, that's a lot of who I am. That's the essence of me. And I think that's the essence of women in general because we able to bear children. We're able to do this. We're able to stand by our men. And so that's why I wanted to do a whole collection of mostly all black items. So that's what the theme is behind it. Uh, I, I love the fact that you, you do it all. Uh, I, I, they, they sent me your books, and I was like, I did not know this lady had 98 books she ever done. <laughs> <laughs> when, do you find, when do you have time? Like, when when do you have time <laughs> to do everything. Jackie Christie, good God. Let me just go down the line. Let me go down, because I, I, I would be remiss. First of all, star of the hit Basketball Wives L.A., try to throw you off. All that say to me is you're going to end up getting your own show. That's all that is. Um, married to to an NBA superstar, Doug Christie, been doing his thing for years. You support him every which way. You there when he needs you. Um, you got... Books, No Ordinary Love, Proud to Be a Color Girl, Women, Woman, mm-hmm. right, and yeah. Love Ponds. And mm-hmm. not to mention, you about to drop another one, <laughs> which is, this is my favorite title of all, Sexual Relations, A His and Hers Guide to Finding Greater Intimacy. And that's coming out right here in February. When do you have time and jump right into sexual relations? That's one of my subjects. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have the time, Rodney, because I have insomnia. I've always had it, so I'm always up. When the world is asleep, I'm walking around doing stuff. I'm on my computer. I'm creating. I just, if I'm asleep and I'm dreaming about something, I just, and as soon as I wake up, I write it down. I just, I love doing that. I'm one of those kind of kind of folks. And so I have the time, but I just sacrifice. I don't get to do a lot of, you know, hanging out, lunches, the you know, the girly things. I go to the spa. I have a schedule where I go once, you know, twice every week or so just to clear my mind. But even in there, I'm on on the table getting a massage, and I'm thinking about, oh, my God, my next book. I have to do a book about this. I have to – I feel like, you know, I'm I'm doing all this in my life, so when I'm not around anymore, I've given something back. You know, I just – I feel so blessed, and I'm very, very, very spiritual as far as, you know, I know that none of this would be possible without God. You know, God blesses me with all of this. As far as sexual relations, I get asked all the time, you know, me and Doug, you guys have been married 17 years. How do you keep the spark? You know, do you get, do you get bored? What, you know, what are you guys' secret? And I said, you know, I'm going to share with them that intimacy is the most important thing in a relationship. And it's not just the physical aspect. I love making love to my husband, Rodney. I do. And it's not just, oh, it's the typical, you know, hold you. I, I, you I know, heard you. your eyes closed when you said that. <laughs> <laughs> and you know they did too And I'm sitting out there looking out the window And it's snow on the ground and my eyes show me close Because just thinking about the fact that You know you share that bond With the person that you love And it's the closest way that you can be With a person But also in intimacy is the conversation I can talk to Doug about anything It's the you know knowing that that person got your back No matter what It's the mental level that you connect on You can make love to a person just mentally Without even touching them If you really that into them and you really want that intimacy. So the book's about everything. It's going to have so many different tips, ideas, stories. It'll have some celebrity guest authors in there sharing what they do and what they like. So it's it's just going to be a handbook, you know, and, and, a, and a real inspirational piece, I hope, to help couples get that intimacy back and have lasting relationships. 
I, one of my my uh, my favorite books that you guys, where you and Doug kind of gave y'all y'all your accounts as y'all made y'all journey, and it was it was both of y'all. Y'all would comment, you would comment, you it, so you would get his perspective, and then the next line you would get your perspective. I thought that was a excellent way to approach a book. Well, you thank said, you so much. No ordinary love. Yeah. No ordinary love. And to to read that book and to go through it, I was really impressed, and I got a sense of you all's intimacy. Now, you've come under fire uh, as a woman that was doing too much. You know, it even affected, you know, Doug being picked up on a certain team because the team said, yo, if your wife is going to be hanging around, we don't want you. That's right. That's right. So what is that like? When you when it feels like you're affecting your man's journey, Rodney, that is such a, a great question. That hurt me to the bone. I was actually he was so excited. First of all, I'll give you a little backstory. Doug's a great cook. He wanted to when the team contacted him and said they wanted to do a big meet, and his agent was excited. He was excited. He had put in you know thirteen, fourteen years at that point. You know he's one of the staples in the NBA. He always you know gave one hundred percent for his team, so on and so forth. And they recognized that, and they knew he was talented. So they came out and they recruited him. He, they said, you know, we want to have dinner. We can do it at your place, you know, somewhere intimate. They didn't want the public to really see, you know, them sit down with him because, you know, then, you know, all the different news would start reporting and they wanted to kind of keep it under wraps. So I left and went to go work out. And he was excited. He had cooked all day, him and his best friend, and he let his best friend stay there, you know, for extra moral support, and he was down in the theater. And so Doug had the meeting with them. I'm on the treadmill, and all of a sudden I get a phone call, and I look at the phone, and he goes, honey, um, they go, they're they gone. Call me. So I got off the treadmill, and I called him. I'm all excited. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay, great. They Did they sign you? What are they going to do? And he said, he sounded really sad, and he said, no, actually, honey, they're not. And he said, I asked him to leave. And I'm thinking, what? So I get home, and he tells me. And it really hurt because I could see the hurt in his eyes, but it wasn't that he didn't get signed with them. That wasn't it. It was the fact that they made him choose, you know, and he said, there's never going to be a choice. And I immediately said, no, 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 no. You don't understand. Call your agent, and you go, and I'll stay. You know, that's that's okay. If they really have a problem with, you know, us being close or me being on the road, all I'm there to do is support you. But if they don't want that, I can respect that. No problem. I, You know, I want you to live your dream. That's the kind of person that I am. And that's what hurt me the most is that, you know, he said, no, I, I refuse. He said, you've given enough. You've sacrificed enough. They've said these bad things. It ain't true, you know, and it's unfair. And I, I, it ends here. You know, it stops here. If, if they can't accept my wife and my family being with me, then they can't have me. And if it means me ending my career, that's what it means. So it, it brings, you know, tears to my eyes when I think about it because that's my husband's love is basketball. But, um, yeah, it all worked out. We're doing good, and, and we're happy, and he had a great career. Yeah, it, it definitely a, a stellar career. Uh, uh, you guys call many places home, Sacramento, or Orlando, mm-hmm. Dallas, yeah. uh, Los Angeles. Where's your favorite place? Oh, my God, Sacramento. I don't even have to think about it. Really? That's our second home, Rodney. Oh, my God. That place, our son was born there, and, you know, it, we just have so many memories. They, you know, won the, the conference, finals, you know, all the different stuff. So we almost, you know, made it all the way to the finals. You know, it was the whole rivalry with the Lakers, and, you know, it was a love-hate relationship, but we all really respected the Lakers, and it was just a family, you know, environment. You know, my mom was there. We 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 had the city embraced us like I ain't never seen in my life, and we've been in some cities. And Toronto was great, too, but Sacramento is untouchable. Yeah, Sac is one of those cities, man. I mean, first of all, the Bay Area is mm-hmm. so real and kind of overlooked, and then Sacramento is even more overlooked. So, you know, I can remember that time and that city being such a buzz, you know, mm-hmm. at, at the run that y'all was making. And I, I just remember, like, Sac is really getting it in because, you know, I would play the punchline <laughs> uh, right there in Sacramento back in the day. So, yeah, man, wow. Yeah. Hey, uh, this is Rodney Perry. You listen to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to Jackie Christie. Jackie, uh, let, let's talk uh, uh, basketball wives. Was it was it a uh, a big decision to even do the show? Yeah, it was. Um, I had done a show before on BET. Me and Doug had had a show, and then I heard about um, – you know, basketball-wise, Miami, and I watched it a couple of times, so I was familiar with the show. And then I got the call one day from the producers, and they was like, we really would love for you to join. We're thinking about doing it uh, in L.A., and we know you're out there, and, you know, would you consider joining? 
and I said, you know, tell me more about it. They told me more about it, and it sounded great. I said, who's the cast? You know, who do you guys have? And they named them, and I knew Laura and Gloria already. So I was thinking, yeah, you know, those are my homegirls. I'll do it. And, you know, I thought it was I thought it was an um, exciting thing for me to be able to share who I was and to also go in there and help those girls. Now, now you guys, of course, y'all did your own reality show on BET. Yeah. Reality is is really wreaks havoc on relationships. Is, was that part of your your thought process going in, or did you know that you and Doug, after all y'all went through, y'all went through reality <laughs> real life? So was it like, oh, we can do a little show? It ain't nothing but a thing. Let's go get this money. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was it was we can do the show, and hopefully we will inspire other couples and other people because it was so much drama out there about our relationship. Like, oh my gosh, she's crazy. She follows the bus. She pulls out machine guns. She shoots at groupies and just all the garbage that was out there. So we thought when they approached us for that one, you know, wow, okay, now we're going to let the world see our reality. You know, you want to see what we do. We really pretty much a normal, regular couple. We just love to hell at each other. We have fun. We giggle. We laugh. And we just live our life. My husband played basketball. So we did that first show, and it was great. And then, you know, it was a hit show. And then when this one came along, there you go. You know, it was me with some with some women. So it showed a different dynamic. That's why I thought, yeah, I'll do it again because now you're going to get to see the kind of interactions between the females behind all of that. It, now, how true are the interactions? Like what we saw, is that really kind of the way it is? Because I, I was like, ain't nobody this messy. Can't be. <laughs> no, I think that definitely in my years, and I was around, what, 16 years, 15 years with Doug in the league, I never experienced that. I did have a couple occasions where women stepped out of line and came at me, and when they did, I just set them down, just, you know, let it go, and we moved on. And, you know, I, I feel like it's like a sorority. It's like a, a family, you know. It's like mm-hmm. a sisterhood, and that's what I went into the show feeling like. It's a sisterhood. Regardless if you're a wife, a girlfriend, or whatever, you you know, your affiliation with players are, we have something in common. You know, we love or like or are interested in the same type of man or the you know our guys play play ball play basketball so i looked at it i don't look at unequals or i'm better than you or nothing but if you step out of line and you're just totally wrong i'm gonna let you know that and that's what i think started happening in the show and then you know i remember telling malaysia one time look it's a lot of hearsay he say going on you know let's just put it all on the table and you know some of the girls feel like you're being preachy so on and so forth after that fight she had i was just trying to open up the dialogue and let everybody start talking because i feel like that's an interesting thing you're not going to agree with everything i agree with and i'm not going to agree with everything you say but if we talk about it then we can grow together but it wasn't to be it was to you know come down to where it came down to and you know it is what it is and you know I think they know now that I'm just not that one and hopefully you know going forward it's not that way I'm waiting to see Jackie Christie uncut next season, VH1. <laughs> I said, I, I know the, I, I know she ain't told me. I probably is messing up a deal or something because I know you already got another show brewing. Because, you know, the thing about the reality shows, there's always somebody that, that that's the core of the show, and you were that for me as I, as I watched it. Now, um, you talk about the NBA. It's mm-hmm. a grueling, grueling job. I can only imagine what it's like for a player to be gone away from his family up months at a time. Mm-hmm. That's right. So I kind of get when they say Jackie Christie want to roll with her man because right. as you look at some of our greats' careers, once their career end, so does their significant other relationship end because you mm-hmm. haven't been around this dude for 10 seasons, 15 right. seasons. And so when he finally does come home and you realize you don't really know this guy, so I think that you guys are really probably doing it more right than anybody. Thank you so much, Rodney. I I just really love the way you are able to analyze that and see that because I couldn't have said it better myself. On top of, it's a lonely place out there. A lot of people don't understand, and I hope as we continue to do things with the Basketball Wives franchise, um, God willing, that I can show that because it is a lonely place. These players go to these hotels. They arrive 2, 1, 2, 3 in the morning. Nobody's in the room. They're just in there. They try to order room service. Some hotels don't have it at that time. Some do, Uh and then they turn on the TV. And it's all the glitz and glam is when them lights is on and they out there on that stage of 
the you know floor and there's thousands of fans and you're cheering and all that and then the lights go off you know you get on that plane half the time it's freezing cold you know I I lived the life with him for all those years so I saw it and you know I loved being able to sit there and cuddle my husband and, and talk to him and if he didn't have a good game be able to sit right there and look him in his eye and tell him it don't matter that y'all didn't win because you can go back out there and play again which you already know and you guys can win the next one and you just keep doing that and being able to just support him talk to him feel him you know be able to lay right next to my husband and it wasn't people go well you left your kids and no that's not true because see they didn't report our kids traveled with us when they were young yes our our kids went with us Rodney and they've done seen every arena in the league just like I have and everything but then when they got older and they were in school then they went to school my mother lived with us my husband's whole career you know well two years in the rest of his career. So for 15 years, my mom lived with us. And so they had that close bond with their grandmother. She went to their school. They went to Christian academies, and she sat in class with them. She tutored with them. All my sisters came down. We all we have a very close relationship. When he left, it was two or three times a month for two or three or four days. And sometimes I went, you know, 80% of the time, and then the times that I didn't, I'd meet him in the last city or so on and so forth. So my kids never suffered. So that's the kind of thing that I really want people to understand is that if you end love with one of these players, whether they're basketball, football, baseball, support your man. It's, it's, it's what you're supposed to do on top of that. You should want to do it. And we were best friends. So we was designing, you know, clothes together. We was, you know, designing our new home. We was building together just things, you know. And when he's on his bus, I'm on mine. And, you know, because I rode with the team's, you know, reporters and everybody. And he called me on the phone and, you know, he like that tree. Let's plant one of those and so on and so forth. So it always kept him motivated and he loved it. And on top of that, he was able to go out and play his game. He didn't have to wonder, worry, or be in need of nothing because I supported all his needs. I love it, y'all. This is Rodney Perry. You listen to Rodney Perry Live. We are talking to Jackie Christie. She keeping it real. You understand me? <laughs> she keeping it real now. Now, this is a, this is what I think happens, too. You look at, like, uh, a, a, a couple that's, that's in the limelight, people looking at your life under a microscope. So it's not the typical relationship, you know, anyway. So we're looking at y'all. Everybody is assuming that, that Doug get all these crazy groupies and you crazy for knocking the groupies off. But I, you know what I want to hear? I want to hear about the Jackie Christie groupies. It's got to be somebody stalking you. <laughs> you know what, Rodney? That's so funny. It's like it kills me when, like, a guy or somebody might write me and go, I love you, or I want to, you know, do this or do that. And I just, you know, I'm flattered by it. But, you know, no man can't do for me what Doug does. I just, you know, I feel like I respect him. And, I, you know, I know he has eyes. He sees them. And, you know, I have eyes. And there's a lot of handsome guys out there and all that. But when you really into your mate, then they're the ones that, that motivate you and move you. And he's my motivation. So I just, you know, when people are doing that, I, I I think I'm flattered, and I think it's really sweet and nice. And, you know, sometimes it's shocking because, you know, this picture has been painted that I'm just this big monster. So it's like, you really like me? Really? I'm that tiger. You know, I'm that one on the show that nobody really, you know, digs right now. And, you know, and it's it's really flattering when they're nice and you win. They're like, no, I see through all that. I think you're, you know, beautiful or you're a great person. That makes me feel good. Now, are are you crazy? I know no. this thing. I'm going to tell you, this, <laughs> don't even answer that yet. First of all, okay. I think you have to be a little crazy. Like, I don't think a black man want a woman that ain't a little off. You know what I'm saying? That that do, mm-hmm. you know, little violence every <laughs> once in a while. You got to be a little scared of her a little bit. I'm Like, my wife is upstairs right now. I'm scared of her. Don't tell her. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's sweet, Rodney. I know she just adores you. You are a sweetheart. I mean, you get a feeling from people and you get a vibe, and your vibe is just all that and then some. But, no, really, I I feel like, you know, I just don't want people to cross that line and mess with my family. But, no, if I have to go crazy, I have no problem doing that. You know, I come from CD, Seattle, Washington. Everybody in Seattle know what the 206 is. So, you know, know. it's just all about, you know, know, and I, I just, I just really love Doug. I love my kids. I love, you know, my friends. I'm the same way about my friends. I just, I think it's just a passion for people in general, and I feel like, we, why can't we all just get along? Now, if we can't get along, then we got to go to battle, and that's just all there is. The, the names that they call, Rodney, I'm so used to it, it just really doesn't even do anything but motivate me to, to prove more that, no, you're wrong, you know, and right. this is who I am, and this is what I stand for, and this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to keep doing, and you're not going to change that. So it's better that you go ahead and get with it or get away from it. 
get with it or get away from it. This is Roddy Perry. This is Roddy Perry live. We talking to Jackie Christie now. Now, Jackie, this what this what gets me, and this what would make me mad if I was y'all, you wife, Doug. If I'm Doug, I'll be mad because people really paint him like he's some kind of bitch. That's right, and that's just, that right there used to piss me off to the point where I was, like, all in their face, like, what? Don't make me question your fucking manhood. But then I stopped, and I said, you know what? That ain't that ain't even necessary because I know who he is. I know what he does for me, and I know that, and I think everybody else seen, you know, after that whole big fracas with L.A. and stuff, that it's not that way. Doug's soft-spoken and sweet and kind, but he's a Taurus. He's a bull. On top of that, he's my king, and he's who leads me. So if you think I'm a fire starter, you don't want to mess with him. You know, that's that atomic bomb. And we don't have anything to prove to anybody. He cooks, he cleans, he takes care of my kids, he, you know, takes care of his wife, he homeschools our son. He's all around the best man for me, and I wouldn't trade that in for nobody, and I do the same for him. I'm, we moving, I'm lifting heavy boxes right along with him. I'm right there with all his friends and his boys. We're doing it all together. That's what it's all about. It's all 50-50 with us across the board. So if that's a man and that's what describes a bitch, then he's the bitchiest bitch I know. <laughs> Hey, I, I, first of all, if he a towards the bull, that's enough said right there. Cause they they will go in and run you clean over. So and, and this is what I know: you can't compete on that level and be anything no. less than a gangster. You know what I'm saying? And he's competed on that level for a long time. Uh, it, it's such a pleasure talking with you because I I don't I think you know one of the reasons I wanted to have this conversation because I feel like that people don't really know Jackie Christie. Like, people that read, they think they know, they watch maybe the reality show, and they, and so they really didn't know, and I didn't know. So sitting here, had this conversation. I want to thank you, first of all, for coming on the show, and I want to make sure we cover all, of, all the endeavors uh, you got going on. Now, as we go, we talked about the black collection. We talked about mm-hmm. uh, sexual relations. What's new? What What else coming down the pipe for you guys? Oh, my God. I have a very, very big uh, surprise. I can't say it yet, but it's going to be extremely wonderful and with an extremely wonderful group of people we're working on, and it's it's definitely television-related. So that will be coming out pretty soon. I'm going to call you first, Rodney, and let you know. And um, there's also, you know, I'm producing shows. I'm producing a movie um, that will go into production this June. I'm excited about that. I've been doing this for a long time, so I'm not just starting to produce. So I've also produced some other projects that we've had sitting, like, on the shelf that we're going to start, um, you know, dusting them off and releasing them. It's, it's a timely type of project, and now is the right time. So I just got that going on. I got my new book, and, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited about helping other people in my clothing line. It actually grew so fast um, from the show, you know, and being put out there that way on that platform that it's so many orders, so it's going to go into a lot of stores, and I had to push back the release a little bit to make sure I manufacture enough so the demand is met, and um, that's it. Am I saying this correctly? CEO of Gene Fire. John Rafaya? Yeah. John Rafaya. Records. <laughs> oh, I didn't know you got the you got the Jamaican dialect down. Wait till I tell Doug that. You sounded just like a and you know that's our favorite place to vacation, by the way, but we oh, love really? our Jamaica. Ooh, okay. we love Jamaica. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, that's our record label. That's the record label, uh, BSM Media. Uh, mm-hmm. You are the co-founder of BSM Media, uh, which mm-hmm. you're, you're cooking up with my man, Leslie Smalls, who is an awesome producer, director. Mm-hmm. I've had the pleasure of working with him before. And so you're doing films. Uh, again, I'm going to ask you this. Mm-hmm. What don't you do? <laughs> well, I don't. I, I want to do so much, Heidi. I think I'm going to go back and I'm going to get my real estate license too this year, later this year, because I want to. I want to do that, and I want to help underprivileged people that can't buy homes buy some homes. There's so much. I just. I just don't even know, you know. But you live once, and that fire is just burning so, so strong inside of me that I'm. I'm just going with it. Uh, it's so so impressive, such an impressive lady. What, what we gonna do, uh, Jackie? Is I'm gonna open up the phone lines, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to a couple of the people that 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 want. It's some people out on the line that want to talk to you, Joy. You on the line with Jackie Christie? Joy, talk hi, to Jackie. Hi, how are you? What, what I'm you got fine. I just wanted to say I really enjoyed her and the uh, basketball live show. And, you know, you're always going up when you have somebody to actually hate on you. They, I really commend you. It's women, it's women like you that help us out. 
and, you know, make us continue to strive and do better, even when somebody's trying to pull you down. Thank so you just so continue. Much. I, I love it. I didn't know you did. You wrote any books, but now that I know, I'm going definitely going to get them. Oh, Absolutely. thank you. Thank so you. Much. You're just thank an inspiration you. to all. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for the call, Joy. Uh, if you want to check out Jackie, go to her uh, her website. It's JackieChristie.com, or you can hit her up on Twitter. She's very active. She'd be tweeting. I'm like, go ahead, girl. She's at Jackie Christie. That's J-A-C-K-I-E, Christie, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-E. Jackie Christie. Did that just work out that way? When you were signing up to be Mrs. Christie, it all kind of, it rhymed. You got the I-E at the end. <laughs> it's so funny, too, Rodney. And a lot of times people are like, okay, so Christy, and I go, no, that's my last name. Because so, I have two first names, but I love it. I just I feel the same way. And, you know, at one point in my life I used to be like, oh, my God, why did I ever become Jackie Christy when they first started attacking me? But I just I think it, it was, you know, God's plan for me. So I love it. I love my name. I love what it, what it means and everything. Tell us, Tell us the story. How did you guys meet? We met through a friend named Stevie T. He's like he was just the the fly guy in Seattle. Some people called him a comedian, but he always dressed nice, smelled good. He was my friend. He hung with me and my girlfriends, but yet he had all the guys that he was friends with too. And he knew Doug, and he was like, you know, Jackie, I know you're not trying to be in a relationship, but I got the perfect guy for you to meet, and blah blah. And we used to meet up at like different little restaurants and sit and talk with Stevie. All the girls liked him, but he wasn't really into nobody. He had a girlfriend and. Finally, he said, you know, he's coming to town. I kept saying, okay, well, tell me about him. And he didn't tell me he played basketball. And then finally he goes, well, he plays sports. And I'm like, uh-oh, because, you know, I heard the stories. But Doug came to town from college. He wasn't in the league yet. And uh, he called me one night and was like, he's here at the restaurant. Come on down. And so I finally reluctantly went down there, and I walked up, and there was all these girls around him. And, you know, I just kind of smiled to myself. I was like, okay, typical. And then he, we met, and as soon as we shook hands and I, you know, felt his vibe and knew, I said, he's a nice person. You know, we exchanged numbers, and then I didn't talk to him for like two months, but I'd see him at comedy events because in Seattle we love our comedy. So we'd be down there, you know, going to different things, and he'd be standing over there with his friends. He wasn't really around females too much. And one night he came up and he said, why do you keep ignoring me? And I said, you never called. And we just kind of talked, and then he said, I'm going to call you tonight. And we you know, watch the show. It was uh, oh Martin Lawrence. Everybody was there that night. And then he called me that night. And from then on, we were just inseparable. Wow. What yeah. a great story. And y'all been together ever since. Ever since, yeah. How, <laughs> long, it take, how long it take you to give it up? <laughs> Probably about two months. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't even going to lie. Maybe even two weeks. Was it two weeks after? No, about two months. Two months, yeah. <laughs> Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. This is Rodney Perry Live. Jackie Christie is keeping it way real. <laughs> I love it. Um, Seattle, uh, Seattle, Washington, growing up in that area, in that area, and, and what, what's that, what was that like for you? What was your, what was your upbringing? Oh, my God, Rodney, we was out at 12 o'clock at night, because back then you could be out all hours of the day and night. I was riding mini bikes and I mean, we was fighting. We was doing it all. I mean, you would eat Ezel's chicken. You would be, you know, that's a famous chicken place out here. Right. We was all I talking about it on Twitter Ezell. yesterday. You know Ezel? Oh, my yeah. God, Rodney. So we was doing all that. You know, we I went to Garfield High School. I got kicked out of Rainier Beach for fighting. So they, because all the girls, whenever I went to a new school, you know, they was all the pretty B-I-T-C-H. She thinks she's this. So they wanted to come up and fight, and that was So wait a minute, Jackie. This ain't nothing new. You've been putting your hands on people for a long time. Uh, Rodney, they was trying to attack me, and I was like, why? I just want to be friends. And they was, no, you think you better, and blah, blah. And see, they didn't know I had five other sisters at home and all my right. brothers. And so I would You've show been up. You've been fighting your whole school. life at that point. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? So then when I'd get there and they would want to fight, then I'd have to protect myself. But then we'd end up being friends. So, But we had so, I mean, you know, ice cream trucks. And Seattle is just, I mean, anybody from the 206 would tell you it was the best childhood ever. And I know everybody from their perspective cities love their the, you know, the way they grew up, I, I wouldn't trade in Seattle for the world. I mean, you know, I lost my virginity in Seattle, everything. I mean, it's just the shit. Right. <laughs> you got it in, literally. <laughs> yeah, I was 18, though, see, and I, I want all the young girls out there to know, try to be 18 at least or get married, you know, and I always said I'd wait till I got married, but, you know. I, I was 18 as well, you know, yes. and I thought something was wrong with me, you know, because as a, as a boy it's even harder at 18, but, well, <laughs> Figuratively, and well, both. Anyway, uh-huh. so 
I was also oh. 18, but but then I had my first baby right out the gates too, you know. So yeah. uh yeah, so but my daughter's 23 and and you know what I'm glad to be a young parent. You That's know. Right. And you guys are like that. You guys are young parents and That's and right. you got you you know raising your your boys and and your daughter. Um tell tell me tell me this. Jackie Christie, you you uh is there a sense as a wife in the NBA is there a sense of there's us against them and them being like groupies? I really feel there's definitely that sense there. I never really experienced that only because I believe in treat others how you want to be treated and being fair. And I know everybody has had struggles. I had them myself when I was younger growing up, you know, but I always went and got two, three jobs because there was stuff I wanted. I wanted nice things. I wanted to help my family. I wanted to pay my mom's bills so she didn't have to struggle trying to pay her gas bill and her light bill. So I understand that, you know, maybe they don't, necessarily want to be groupies or whatever you want to call it, but maybe that's, you know, the path that they've chosen. And I'm always trying to tell them how they can be better, do better, you know, look for more. You might end up meeting your husband. You never know. So, yeah, I think there is that sense, and I feel bad. And all I say is a woman, period, don't cross that line and mess with my husband. If you do, you're going to have to deal with the wrath. And that could be another wife, you know. It could be whoever. Yeah. Just stay back. Leave mine alone. You know, I, I they that's it's just un, it's just untouchable. My my thing is mine and, and it's sacred to me and I don't come across and mess with yours, so you know, I just ask for that respect. Hey, this is Rodney Perry. You listen to Rodney Perry Live. If you're calling in and you want to talk to uh myself or Jackie, just hit the one. If you're on the line and you wanna talk, hit the one. Uh we're gonna take a call right now. Uh Latanya from Industry Buzz from Chicago, Illinois. You're on with Rodney Perry and Jackie. Clark. What up, Rodney? <laughs> you tweeted me that today, Rodney. <laughs> I just want to say how um, how much I appreciate what you're doing with the radio show because I think Jackie and you, I, I'm sure you can say this that the reality yeah. shows it really depicts Black mm-hmm. women and women in general in a different way. So to have this show where you can get more in depth. And, Jackie, you're really showing women that are in the industry a blueprint for a marriage. Because how are you going to have a marriage and say to death do you part and then you don't support them during the time that they're in in dire distress and they're in need and things like that. So I really appreciate your story and, Rodney, for you providing a platform where, you know, our buzz and divas can definitely give a blueprint for marriage relationships because it's not easy Especially when you're in the, you know, in the industry, you traveling and you know all these women is around you and all these men is around you. But when you have that support system right there, I think it don't matter who you know says that you're not gonna be there. I say get you a truck and go on That's your right. own accord and meet him at the hotel. <laughs> Meet him at the hotel. But I love the show, Rodney Perry. You know, you you that dude. I can't wait to, you know, we have a party for when they put your picture up at Jokes and Notes. You know, we are picketing. Oh, I'm so sick of them. I'm I'm about to call Mary myself and find out how come my picture only one ain't never been on the damn wall. Don't get me started. I ain't Latanya. Thanks so much for the call. Thank you for having the show, and good luck, uh, Jack, and you have our support at IndustryBuzzWith3Zs.com. Whatever we can do to help, we will. Oh, wow. thank Thanks you so call. much. No. I love. Uh, this is Roddy Perry. You're tuned in to Roddy Perry Live. Jackie Christie, uh, what did you learn, especially as one of the few women to look behind the NBA curtain, uh, what did you learn that really tripped you out as you traveled with your husband, that you was like, I did not know it was like that? Oh, my God. I think I learned that um, more than anything, like at some of the hotels, you know, they was respectful, but the way it all laid out, sometimes you could tell that the women got dressed especially nice. You know, they know the teams are coming in town, and, you know, they have access to these players' rooms. They have access to these players. You know, that's that's a thing that a lot of wives and girlfriends really didn't know about or they didn't pay attention to. So I was really shocked at the interaction that those employees and stuff have with the players and how easy it would be to go up and keep a guy company if they're lonely. So that was a shock to me. Um, I, I learned some good things, too. You know, I went to the different arenas, and they knew me by name, you know, after a little while. And, 
you know, they would just, they, they treated me, you know, respectfully. If our team had a rivalry with them, well, there was a couple of unruly fans. But for the most part, they all embraced me, you know, and I, all the security teams, everybody. Because after Doug would play, whenever he would leave the court, you know, I would go meet him at the court, and we would actually go through the tunnel together, and that was different as well. But, you know, for security reasons, because after they kept reporting about us and reporting, it started getting dangerous for me. And, right. you know, as the team got better and stronger, and then, you know, he got with Sacramento, and they started winning and, you know, going through, you know, killing all the other teams, it really got dangerous. So I had to travel with them a lot more to, you know, going into the back. So I just learned a lot about the whole league, the way it works, um, just just everything and what it's like for the players out there. And, you know, it's fun riding on the team, you know, planes, because it's it's a circus. It's just so fun, and I wish every American or just every person, period, could get on there and experience what that's like. The guys get to let their hair down. They're having fun. They're playing cards. They Music is blasting. It's soul playing, pretty much. Really? But, you know, oh, Rodney. <laughs> oh, my God. Nap? What nap? You go, I mean, and it's just it's fun. It's this almost exciting thing I, I just you know and my son is funny because he's following that same path his dad did and you know god willing if he does end up going to the league i'm like oh lord they ain't gonna let your mom travel with you mm-hmm. might have to be your wife but they ain't gonna let the mom go but yeah it is it, it's exciting you know that what world if, is what exciting. if you got an opportunity to do that again but this time with your baby <laughs> I'm going. I'm you going. Doug already said. He said, shoot, we're going to be arguing because I'm going to have to go too. I said, well, then he's going to have his family on. And it's funny because a couple of players during the years actually had their parents travel. There was some mm. There was some mom and dads on there. Oh, yeah. Wow. I bet they didn't get the same flack that you did. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. But but you, got, you, you probably paved the way for that type of activity, you know, because yeah. you were kind of a, a trailblazer in that respect. Now, now you gave us a glimpse behind the curtain, the NBA curtain. Now, let, let's talk. Let's talk the money, and I don't want to get into specifics of y'all money, but this is mm-hmm. what I, I don't think the average person understands. Like, I think the average Joe Blow look at the NBA player and go, "Why are they complaining? They making millions. They millionaires. How come they can?" But, but I, I tell people all the time. I say, "You looking at the players, but the the owners is walking out with billions." And that's very true. That's very Millions true. Millions of dollars. So, so <laughs> how, how do you do you understand this 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 last lockout? You know, and 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 give us kind of the player the, the perspective of the player family in this NBA world. I would definitely say the the perspective of the NBA family is you know. Let me let me see how to put this the easiest. Doug's whole thing with that, because um, he was in the lockout in '99 when they had it. There. I think it was 1999. We were in that lockout, and yeah. once they do it, you you know you're pretty much you stand with the, with the team. And there was a lot of players that were saying, "Wait a minute, you know I still have bills to pay. I have this to do. I have that to do. I I believe in what you're saying that we're fighting for, but I need to go back to work. So we need to you know get this thing wrapped up. So with this one, it was a lot more at stake, a lot more money involved. You know, this is a new time. So his whole thing was. You know, he's seen it from both sides. As far as the family, you know, if they do a lockout and you're living check to check or you don't have money saved up or put away, then it's hard for you. Just like if somebody loses their job and has to go on unemployment, the only thing with the NBA is you don't get to get unemployment. You just, you know, you live off whatever other means that you have during that, that time. So it's it's hard. It definitely is hard. And the money that the players make to get a check, I won't, you know, use anybody's name or anything, but when you're making good money and say you're one of the premier players or one of the star players and you're getting a check for $270,000 on the first and then on the 15th you get another check for $270,000, you can get pretty spoiled, Rodney. You know, right, right. As, as the family, if you keep your, your, your boundaries straight and if you keep your grounds laid and the kids understand that, you know, this is a short window, this is a time that, you know, dad or, you know, whoever the parent is is making that kind of money, but we're talking about the men. So dad is making this type of money. It's not always going to be that way. And you also break it down for them. You sit your kids down and you say, okay, here's this check, and it's huge, right? Okay, well, now here's all the bills. Here's all the expenses. Here's having to take care of two, three, four homes, you know, because you got homes in every city because you got traded unexpectedly and didn't know. And that one is, you know, you didn't have enough time to put it on the market or you got too much of your stuff there, so you got to keep paying that note or whatever it is. So the money gets, you know, used pretty quickly unless you have different things in place. So I I really feel like, you know, um, the whole money thing with the NBA, I really hope that they have different people that's – 
really going to take a stronghold and, and sit down with these players and stuff. So we have less of the ones that when they're not playing anymore, they don't have the money. And I don't knock them. I feel like if you got the money and it's yours and you worked hard for it, because, you know, playing basketball is not easy. You know, you're getting hit and bumped and, you know, Doug was bruised up 80% of the time, you know, so I was always taking care of his wounds and everything. But it's like, you want to have something when you're done. So I, I think that they really need to make sure that they, impl- you know, implement something like that and they force it so the players have something when they, when they finish playing. Do they have some sort of program to – I would imagine, you know, because I think, you know, not, not just for an NBA player, but, but, but for any of us of color that's first generation with money, that mm-hmm. you don't really know how to manage $1,000, much less a million that's so right. so when you first get in that situation, I, that's got to be an incredibly daunting task. And, and to watch how some of these young men manage that is it's awesome to me. But I tell the average Joe Blow, be, be wary of how you demonize the players because the players aren't always the problem. That's right. That's exactly right, Rodney. And I feel like, like you said, a lot of the players, all they know is basketball. They've honed their skills. They've been blessed with a talent. They, you know, utilize whatever means they had to go out and practice it, and they get to college or they, you know, get lucky enough to make it to the NBA, and then all this money is given to them, and it's not really their fault. And a lot of people go, yes, it is. They should go learn and this and that, but it's not that. It's, it's more or less having all of this, and now you're able to do all of the things you always dreamed about doing. You can help your family. You can buy cars for, you know, not not just your family, but your best friends as well. You can do this. You can travel all around. You can buy the fancy things that you used to look in the windows and see. So, you know, a lot of times they're just living their dreams, and I I don't knock people for that at all. I feel like if you make it and it's yours, by all means, because you live once, but at the same time try to have something so that, you know, you can sustain living. Even if it's not on that same level, you can sustain living throughout the rest of your life and also have other talents. So our son's also an actor. You know, he just wrapped his second movie. So, what? yeah, you want to be an NBA. You know, we tell Rodney he's got two books out. He has a five-book series. He's on his third one, and he's 10 years old, and we try to show him wow. the different things. So you got other stuff to fall back on. You can, if you love writing, which he does, you can be an author, you can be an actor, you can be a basketball player. You know, now he wants to learn how to take care of pets and stuff. So, well, you're going to go to school for that and so on and so forth. And Doug has a, you know, history with Pepperdine. So, you know, our son will eventually hopefully go there one day. And, you know, we just continue the tradition. And that's where I think it starts is at home with your kids. I love it. Hey, y'all, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuned in to Rodney Perry Live. We're talking to the wonderful, talented author, mommy, wife, Everything, record producer, filmmaker, she does it all, and we've been talking to her the show. We got, I got three callers that's been holding Jackie. I'm going to get them in let them uh, say their two cents for you. And we'll close out, man. You've been an incredible guest. Uh, Carrie, you. you're on the line with Jackie Christie. Jackie, hi, Rodney. How you doing, love? Hi. <laughs> hi. I just want to say that it is so crazy that the world defined love and happiness as bitches, you know, bitch-assness. That's, that's crazy right. to me. You would think that the world would encourage relationships and things like that, and I have to tell you that all the things that go on in the league, I'll be right there next to my husband too. <laughs> I'll be right there. Thank you. <laughs> and Thank another you. thing, you're gonna have to follow me on Twitter, little K eighty three. Okay, I'm gonna do that. Is that L I T T L E? I love you guys and good luck with your success. What, what is it, uh, Lil L I L? Yeah, L I L K A Y eighty three. Oh yeah, because I would have, I wouldn't have been able to find you. I tell you that right now. And I'm calling out of Youngstown, Ohio. <laughs> hey, hey, thank you for the call, love. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you, how, welcome. How is it to get that type of feedback from people, Jackie? It feels wonderful, Rodney. It really makes me know that it's all worth it. You know, I still, and I'm going to probably continue to still take hits, lots of them, but it's all good. It it lets me see that at least some of the people are getting it. And if I can help one person or inspire one person, that means a lot to me. So it's it's warm in my heart. I'm having a real, real good day. Thank you so much for having me, Rodney. Hey, you guys, uh, Joanna. From Houston, Texas, you on with Jackie Christie. Start a new VH1 reality. No, I'm making that up, but it's going to It's coming. I'm telling y'all, it's coming. You mark my word. <laughs> <laughs> Juana, you on with Jackie Christie. Hey, how you doing, Rodney? What's up, love? Hey, Jackie. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I want your Twitter friends, Michelle J. <laughs> oh, well, I think the <laughs> <laughs> I just had a question. I just want to know, excuse me, 
Um, have have you and Doug ever had like a period of separation or anything like that? No, we haven't. Um, what you mean where he went and did some traveling, or when we had like a fight and kind of separated? Like a fight or something. No, we've had arguments. Oh, yeah. I mean, drag down, throw down. We both from Seattle, so we've had arguments. But, like, what we do is we sit down and talk about it. You know, if if he gets mad or, you know, back, it was early on in our relationship. You know, you're trying to mesh your lives together. You're two different people, maybe a year and a half in. So I don't want people to think our relationship was is ever 100% perfect, but you grow and you learn. We don't have those type of arguments. And, you know, maybe it was a disagreement about, you know, the way we should do something with our kids or somewhere we should go that day. You sit down and you talk about it and you make it okay. I don't I don't have no shame in going up and hugging him whether I'm right or wrong and I don't let my ego run how I am with him and vice versa. He's the same way. You know, so we'll come up and we will we'll let it go. You know, five seconds later we're hugging and telling each other how much we love each other and keeping our relationship strong. So yeah, we don't we've never ever like separated though and he went his own way and I went my own way and we were like, Oh, we're not gonna be together. Y'all, y'all couldn't have been separated that long because y'all been making them babies, boy. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Joanna. Thank you for the call. That's Houston, Texas. We going to your favorite city in the world, Jennifer from Sacramento. You on with Jackie Christie? Hey, Jackie, how's it doing? Oh, hi. I'm good, and you? I'm doing well. You know, I just wanted to give you some um, positive energy. I've been kind of following after you for quite some years, even when you were, you know into the MySpace. Every time I sent yeah. you a message, you would send me a message back. My, my name on at that time on that screen was Queen. And Thank um, you. And, you know, I'm a married woman, married 14 years, four children, and I respect who you are, what you do, because in order to maintain a family, it's absolutely hard. And right. irregardless of anyone's color, I think that you represent us as females to the fullest, and my hat's off to you, and and just, you know, keeping your heart that these people that are hating on you, whether mm-hmm. they realize it or not, are jealous. Oh, you know? thank you. Yeah. And it feels really good to have a positive black woman to look up to that keeps it real, you know, and isn't fake whatsoever in that you are such a go-getter and such a, a strong influence in every aspect of life. And I just want to say that, again, it, you know, I follow you on Twitter, and if I'm having a bad day or whatever, I go ahead and specifically click on your page, and, and I'm smiling again. <laughs> oh, I love it. You. I lo- you know what I like, Jennifer? She is a little bit gangster, too. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie Christie is not a game. I love it. Um, it seems like you have become the poster child for for marriage, for, for, for married women, and uh, how, how do you um, – Embrace that moniker. I love it, Rodney. I really feel like, you know, I didn't set out to make an example or anything. I just set out to love my husband and be the best wife I could be. And just when I hear these stories and, and hear other women that's out there also doing it or that aspire to do it, and, you know, it just it makes me feel good. It warms my heart, and that's why I try to, you know, help in any way I can. I answer, the, you know, any questions they may have. I give my phone number. I probably shouldn't. My husband's like, do you see how many people's calling this phone? Because I give it out all the time. But I just want to help everybody. If I can, please call me. And I don't have the answers for everything, but I can I definitely tell people you that call I it. this dead. Let me put put Jackie on, please. And you know it. It rings all hours of the day and night. But I just, you know, and I I probably gave the number, what, 15 times this past week. You know, I just, you know, I I don't know. Whatever I can do, I'm I'm here to do it, Rodney. And I I think I'm going to definitely specifically write a book eventually about marriage in general, too, that is all about just marriage because I think that we're lacking that right now, nowadays. And there's a lot of marriages that's failing because there's really not anybody um, you know, like you said, keeping it real and, and showing them that nothing's perfect, but if you work at it, you can get through anything together, you know. Hey, hey, um, this is Rodney Perry. You're tuning in to Rodney Perry Live. I got one more call, and then we're going to close this show out, man. It, it, it's been incredible. Uh, Blake, you are on the line with Jackie Christie. What's up, Mr. Perry, and hi, Jackie. Hi. <laughs> Okay, I got two short questions. One, do you still keep in contact with your um, cast members from L.A. basketball-wise? 
No, I don't, not at this time, but I wish them all well. And if I see them again, then, you know, that, that'll be great. Yeah, second, second quick question, yes. Go um, ahead, Blake. Do you, yeah. Do you like the baseball wives? Baseball. I adore the baseball wives, <laughs> yeah. He's talking about on VH1. Anna Benson is my good friend, and so is Chantel. Those, those, both of those ladies, I, I really enjoy them, and the rest of the cast of baseball wives. So I know that their show was kind of short-lived, and it's, and it's over now, I think, and I just uh, I wish them all the best, and hopefully I'll be working with a couple of them soon. Baseball? I didn't even know. Thank you, Blake. Thank you for the call. I didn't even know about baseball wives. Let me. Th- oh, First yeah. of all, y'all think y'all play a long season? Did baseball play like twelve months a year? <laughs> I know the dudes know. Get tired, man. Oh yeah, they tired, Ronnie. That's what Doug said. He said, "Honey, you lucky I don't play baseball. We would still be in the season." He used to always say that. <laughs> it was funny. They be getting it in. They, they play from when it's cold to real yeah. hot, then cold again. You know. I know. Isn't that something? Oh my God. Okay, Jackie, it, it, it's been incredible. Uh, I can't wait to meet you face to face. But yeah. talking to you today, it really did my heart well. You know, my wife and I have been married 15 years, and okay. you can always learn something. And I think I think that's one of the reasons for you guys' relationship is for some of us to learn a little bit about ourselves. What would you like to leave my audience with, you know, as we close out? Um, I would just like to say first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. And you are an inspiration to me, Rodney. You are amazing. I was scared to death of you because I didn't know. I was like, oh, God, what's he going to do? No, I'm just kidding. And um, <laughs> you, you, you've just proven more, to, more and more why you are who you are. And I, like your mom said, you have so many blessings coming your way. And, you know, it was wonderful listening to both of you guys. And I'd like to leave your audience with, you know, the fact that thank you guys for having me. Um, we've had a great conversation. I feel like I'm just talking to an old friend. And definitely let's keep in touch on Twitter. And anything I can help you with or suggest or any advice I can give, I'm always there to do it. And I have insomnia, so don't worry about it being too late. Go ahead and tweet me. I'm not mad. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, it's been an incredible show today. And uh, Jackie Christie is an awesome lady. Thank you to Doug for allowing us to chop it up with his wife today. Thank you for your family for letting us borrow their mommy today. And the, the, the quote that stands out that we talked about earlier is under promise to over-deliver. Let me tell you something. If you're making a promise to somebody, make sure you can deliver that thing, because if you're not delivering it, then you ain't doing number line. My name is Rodney Perry. You have a great rest of the day. We'll see you all next week. Uh, next week we're doing a crazy thing, Jackie. It's going to be crazy. I'm doing a show because people give me CDs all the time, all these music CDs. People give me, you know, poets, <laughs> singers, rappers, everybody. So we're doing a show called That's the Shit. Oh, or that's good. Or that's some bullshit. You understand? <laughs> so, you know, you got to be ready for the scrutiny. We got a bunch of CDs. We got a bunch of artists, poets, comics, everything. So the whole show next week is dedicated to that's the shit. Or that's some bullshit. My name is Rodney <laughs> Perry. Y'all have a great rest of the day. Jackie Christie, you are a visionary and an awesome woman. Thank you for appearing on my show. We are Thank out. you, Rodney. <laughs> Thank <Bye>. you. Bye. <laughs> With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.